Hey everybody, I'm Stacey Gonder and this is the Maker Monday segment brought to you by the House of Sass and Magic. I am the lead designer and founder at the House of Sass and Magic and I'll be chatting with creatives who get real about their businesses and about themselves. Stay tuned to learn all about real creatives with real talent. Hey Alan, how are you? Hey Stacey, I'm doing very well. Awesome. I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'd like to introduce everybody to my friend Alan, otherwise known as DJ Stranger. He is a staple in the Toronto drum and bass scene. And I'm so, so, so happy that you have chosen to join us on the Maker Monday segments at the House Assassin Magic. I'm glad to be here. And hello to everyone out at the Sass of Magic crew. Yeah, big up. Um, so, hey, I know I haven't seen you in like forever in a day. So <laughs> why don't we take a minute and have you introduce yourself, let us know what you do, how you do it, why you do it, and all that kind of fun stuff. Absolutely. So as you introduced earlier, I am a drum and bass producer. I have been making electronic music since around late 1996. So I've been in the scene for about... 25 years, I've been fortunate enough to have releases on respected labels in the UK, such as Metalheads, Hospital Records, Critical Music, and many others. And uh, my latest evolution, my career, has been teaching the next generation of music producers through my YouTube channel, which has been steadily growing and it's been a success so far, and I'm not stopping. So I'm looking forward to the uh, road ahead in terms of where I'm going to be pushing my content. That's amazing. I have had all of that sounds awesome. And I had yeah. no idea. I didn't know that you had releases on these big time labels, mm -hmm. my yeah. good friend. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I mean, it's not surprising to say the least because I've had the pleasure and the honor of A, sharing a dance floor with you, B, mm -hmm. li B listening to your awesome sets, which. Oh, yeah. P.S. Everybody will keep you moving all night, every night. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a thousand percent. So, you know, I've been checking in on you, like, AKA creeping your socials <laughs> over the last little while yeah. and seeing kind of, the, like you said, the evolution of from DJ producer into educator and kind of path carver, let's call it for the youngins. How's yeah. that? How's that been? What brought you kind of what brought you to that decision to do that? And then how's that going? Yeah, sure. So I've always been teaching ever since I started making music. I've always been that go-to guy where if someone wanted to learn, like a friend, I would mm -hmm. be the person to teach them. And I guess over the years, I developed a knack for teaching. And I, and I started teaching professionally probably about just shy of 10 years ago. I was teaching in person in Toronto at a school called Off Center DJ School, as well as doing some of my own private lessons. And it kind of grew from there. I was working at a corporate job for almost 15 years and that didn't work out. I wasn't something I enjoyed doing. And I, <laughs> Shocking. I, yeah, I guess long story short, I, um, I parted ways the corporate world and then was kind of soul searching for a year or two on where what direction to take my career and started dabbling with a couple things tried video production tried event promotion and then 
uh, started to experiment with YouTube and it so slowly grew from there and just last year it kind of catapulted and exploded and I decided that this was the direction to go with my career and that is my mission today is to educate the new generation of producers and and empower the anyone that wants to learn to have the tools and knowledge to make it happen. That's freaking awesome because correct me if I'm wrong like quote unquote back in the day you know like all, those of us that grew up raving and partying in in the late 90s and and through kind of the heyday of of when it kind of when it hit its peak late 90s early 2000s you know we were kind of like making it up as we went along and like there 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 wasn't a lot there were some people but there weren't a lot of people to kind of say hey this would be a great idea or hey why don't you try this or this is the best way to engage your audience and so on and so forth so that's pretty a freaking incredible that you figured that out that that's something valuable that you know and and tangible for people to use in their careers and in their futures and then be really awesome to hear that there's a use <laughs> those days and nights on the dance floor weren't a waste you know what i mean yeah, like it was part absolutely. of our it's part of our education and part of yeah. our futures and mm-hmm. you know i think correct me if i'm wrong here too is that there's a lot of people that kind of forget that that was there you know mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. like it's, there's just such a hype and kind of the the edm movement and the commercialization of electronic music and which we always kind of hoped for but and then here we are and it's a bit of a double-edged sword but um i think it's really freaking awesome that you've been able to monetize this and and turn it into something that's really important to you and to others yeah yeah i think um it for some it might seem like it happened overnight for me but if you really look at my career path it took 25 years to get mm. to where I am today it took 25 years of learning music production acquiring skills and experience as well as developing the networking and business and marketing skills to really become self-sustainable so um, we're living in an age today where it's where it's easier for many of us who want to create a career for ourselves and to be independent Mm-hmm. tools are available such as marketing tools social media right. so we are we are i guess blessed in, in a way that we have all these tools available to, available to us that weren't actually as available before. right yeah and are you seeing that kind of um like how is that impacting the newer generation of djs producers and that kind of world of people Yeah, uh, I think the scene has become a lot more connected. Yeah? Not just locally, but globally because of all these social media platforms we're able to connect. And if you have a really good track, it can disseminate to all the DJs really quickly if you have all the right contacts. So uh, in a sense, it it is easier because you you have that accessibility to reach out to people. Right. There's always that double-edged sword where it's a lot, also a lot more difficult now because everyone has access and there's a lot of competition. But you just have to work really hard and carve a niche for yourself and you can do it. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, that's a great point too, that it kind of, you have the ability to transcend borders, right? Like you don't physically yeah. have to be in a space now to do X, Y, and Z that, that yeah. you're attempting to do. You can, it's like literally with some keystrokes and you can put yourself mm. in front of other people. So, and how has that, you know, having kind of been on both sides of the fence for you, you know, coming from an old school world and now coming into and, and working your way through and, and, and attaining success in quote unquote, a new school, school world, what are the kind of pros and cons of that? Well, uh, honestly, I I wish I had all these tools available to me <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. I think I'm probably <laughs> a lot further ahead. But I mean, yeah, that's, that's just uh, how things go. And um, I I I I guess I found I found this new direction at at. Um, at year 40, I for, uh, turned 40 last year. Yeah. And I mean, I think it, for me, it happened at the right time because I needed to accumulate all this knowledge in terms of learning how to market myself and and how to network, build relationships and that thing. So there is no timeline for success. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own roadmap and you just got to find your own path and your own passion and create a path for yourself yeah no absolutely and how along the way what sorts of relationships have assisted you in in getting to this path because I mean as much as you know we all work hard and we put our, our talents to the test and so on and so forth it, I don't think that we get to where we go alone you know mm -hmm. sometimes it might feel very kind of solitary when you're trying to carve your own path through but along the way you pick up some friends and family and yeah, influences yeah, so I mean, I think your support group is the most important, and I'm talking about your inner circle. Mm -hmm. So over the years, I've built an inner circle of close friends who I trust, who I can come to if I need an opinion on for some music, for example, or or a business venture. So having that core group of people that you can trust and that have solid, I guess, um, opinions. Right, so that that's the first thing, and then also building relationships with other people in the industry on different levels of the, I guess, value chain. So, uh, getting to know the DJs, the radio presenters, the blog owners, different YouTube channels, getting to know promoters, just anyone that's involved in the scene in many different ways. You you just want to build relationships with them and and build and grow together also building with other artists that mm -hmm. are looking to grow as well because it's harder to succeed alone and if you can have a group of artists like-minded artists that you can grow together you can share knowledge and help each other out and that can accelerate your growth that's awesome. And I really I enjoy this common thread of connectivity because I mean, yeah. I feel like, especially now when we're like literally forced to be separate from each other. So finding ways to connect through our crafts, I think is really super duper important. And it's really refreshing to hear that other yeah. people think the same thing. Sure. Um, yeah. And has that kind of that mindset allowed you and or motivated you to put yourself in front of, you know, kind of like big name labels, you know, like that's metalheads is no joke. So, you know, like just say, Hey, it's me. Well, here's my stuff. Or like, how, how does that work? 
Uh, in terms of the big labels that I, so I, I put out my first release with Gremlins and Metalheads mm -hmm. back in 2003 and four. So it, that was actually a long time ago. Um, and we had just, I, I got my first UK release in, or signing in 1999, um, with a label called Flex Records. So if anyone is familiar with L Double, he's a legend in the UK and he yeah. was my first guy that gave me a chance. And from there, it kind of snowballed. Once you got that first, I guess, international level release, you got more people or more eyes on you and kind of grew from there. And in around 2001, 2002, I, uh, I teamed up with Gremlins and we started to work together, worked on a lot of music together and we helped each other get our music out to people. And uh, it somehow found, my music somehow found it in the hands of Doc Scott and Goldie. And what? Me, Come and, on now. Yeah, and then me and Gremlins met Goldie back in 2000, I think it was 2003. Um, at System Soundbar, he was playing <laughs> Blast from the Blast from yeah, the Past. Yeah, yeah. Gold, Goldie was doing his world tour, and apparently he was playing my music all over the world, and he had no idea who this stranger was. All he heard was that he was this uh, small little Chinese guy from Toronto, and he really wanted to meet me. And he, so he happened to play at System Soundbar about 15 years ago, and... Yeah. Uh, me and Gremlins went up there, and everyone encouraged me to that I should go up into the DJ booth and say hello. And I said hello, and he pulled me into the DJ booth, put me in like a in a in in a in a in a uh, headlock. Yeah, in a headlock. He's like, "Oh, so you're the guy? I've been playing your like you're the stranger." All... Yeah, yeah, not so strange anymore. But um, yeah, and then we connected with him, and it kind of just blossomed from there. Um, and then we. Did a couple tracks uh, for Metalheads. There's uh, one track off their compilation MDZ, I think zero four, called Tings with Gremlins. And then we had a couple features on Knowledge Magazine for Clute's um, uh, DJ mix for Metalheads. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess to answer your question, it, it just grows from there. I guess you have to start small and build your way up and. Yeah, it sounds like kind of non-formula, like there is a formula, but there's also this organic flow to it, you know, and leaving yourself open to the possibility of possibilities, essentially, you know, and I actually heard a quote this morning, and it's it's a classic Canadian quote from Wayne Gretzky, that 100% of the shots that you don't take don't go in, right? So like, exactly. just, just keep taking yeah. the shots, and yeah. you people never know where the People don't see the misses, they only see the goals, and for them on the outside, it may seem like it happened so easily, but you really gotta keep trying, keep trying. I, there's I've made like hundreds, if not thousands of tunes, and I guess, only one percent ever gets released. So, if anyone out there is listening and they they feel discouraged or they feel it's it's so hard to get out, just keep working on it. Keep working on the music. Keep uh, networking with people and getting others to hear your music. If you have a passion and you if you have determination, eventually you'll get there. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you're right. Going back to your earlier point about you know there's so many services available in order to connect with quote unquote the masses you know yeah. that that yeah. weren't available for a very mm -hmm. long time so you're right you know just keep on keep on keeping on right yeah.
Yep. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about teaching right now? Uh, well, the, one of the most rewarding things is just hearing the feedback. I, I get comments, people telling me that they've I've changed, my content has changed their lives, which is wow. it's, it's a very humbling thing. People that even more old school heads, they've given up on produ producing and then they and they've seen one of my videos and they come to me and they're like you know what i haven't been producing for 15 years i kind of given it up and i saw your videos and it inspired me and now i'm producing again and thank you so much so there's people like that and then there's people that just want to get started and somehow they stumble through my channel and through my content they were able to jump through that hoop and get started so hearing those story stories is very rewarding and it's it tells it's a sign that i'm doing my job and it motivates me to keep doing and keep pushing on that's amazing and i you know because i know you personally that i i know how humble you are already and to to have that sort of feedback i know I know how that touches you personally, and I think that's so so amazing. And you're right; it's this it, it's a it's an energy flow, and it and it keeps you going, you know. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so 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 happy to hear that for you. Thank that's you. incredible. You. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's we're all we're we're lucky folks that we get to marry our passion with our our revenue stream, you know. And I think mm -hmm. that's super awesome that people are able to tap into that and give you mm -hmm. the. Um, validation that that comes along with that for sure so what's next for stranger i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing so my youtube channel is my main focus so creating more content and finding new ways to demystify music production and mm. engage with the community i'm look, always looking for new ideas and different ways to innovate I guess uh, content and educational content, so that the my audience can find value and can improve them themselves. So that's really my focus: is to keep building my YouTube channel. I also am building. I have a record label called Deviant Audio. We just put out a, an album from an up-and-coming producer from Toronto named Tira Kahoot. The album's called Accelerate, so you guys can check that out. We also have been working with a talented vocalist named Flo Anastasia. She's got some huge tracks on Ooh, some I like really that name. big labels. Yeah, she's very talented. I'll, I'll send you some of her music. Sweet, but please she's do. She's got releases on Ram Re Records, Fight ah. Records, huge labels, and we're going to be doing some work with her. She's been working behind the scenes, uh, helping out with Deviant Audio, and we're looking to expand our business um, to... Well, before I go there, so my my mission statement is to demystify music production so that anyone out there who wants to learn can succeed. And that personal statement is growing and being uh, being. So my record label, Deviant Audio, is a, a an extension of my personal brand. So I'm looking to further that personal mission through my label to empower others to make music and create so we're going to be working on some products and tools such as online courses sample packs and other things so that producers can take their art and work to the next level oh my god alan inspiring inspiring i tell you 
because yeah no hearing this just it gives me energy and it i'm so so i'm grateful that people like you exist on this planet thank you and i'm grateful of you as well oh thanks i have one last question for you before we we take a hard exit here sure what hang on let me rephrase the question pandemic's over where do you go first oh somewhere well I. My my knee-jerk reaction is somewhere hot. I want to go like either the Caribbeans <laughs> like the or the true Canadian answer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Caribbeans <laughs> uh, or Mexico or somewhere. Oh, my timer just gotta record. Fix my camera here. Um, yeah, my knee-jerk reaction is somewhere hot. So either somewhere on the islands or in Mexico or somewhere. Uh, but I also really want to go back to the UK. I'd like to do uh, an educational tour. Cool. Some boot camps out in UK, so music production boot camps, and maybe do a little DJ tour out there. So I'm really open. Well, really looking for for things to open up so I can get out there again. Yeah, for sure. All right, my friend. It's been amazing chatting. Before we heart, we before we take a hard left here. Let everybody know where they can find you and uh, how to follow along on the journey of Stranger. Sure. So I'm pretty easy to search. You can Google me or search for me on YouTube. It's Stranger. So S T R A N J A H. And you can also find me on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, <laughs> Spotify, among all your favorite platforms. You name it, he's there. I love yeah. it. Amazing. Thanks so much for spending the time to, with me today. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope that we can share a dance floor really, really soon. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that, Stacey. Awesome. All right. Well, you take it easy and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of the House Assassin Magic's Maker Monday Chats. Be sure to follow us on Spotify so that you never miss an episode and so that you can share it with all your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at HouseSMTDOT or on Facebook, HouseSM. And I'd love to hear from all of you. Pop me an email and or direct message via social media.